Another installment of the Sparkin Book Club brought to you by www.sparkin.com. Some podcasts and many reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up. Yes, we're back for another fun filled book review of a book which hopefully you've read. If you haven't, that's so cool. It's something which you should check out or not, depending on how it is. Now, the book we're going to be talking about today is kind of classic. It's actually something which is required reading for American high school students across America. Surprisingly, I was not required to read it. But still, let's get right on it. The book we're talking about was written back in 1939 by John Steinbeck. And it's a quintessential story about lots of depressing and sad things happening during the Great Depression. And we talk about the Grapes of Wrath. To sum this up in a sentence, this is the story of the American dream and how it fails you. Even if you cling to that hope. Because it's talking about the Joad family. A family that they lived in Oklahoma. They had a farm. Government took it away. They think, hey, let's go move west. We'll go to California where all the people have hills of gold and everything's going to be amazing and great. And that's not the case at all. We're following our main character. His name is Todd. He is the second son of the family. He just got out of jail. And we're witnessing all of the terrible things which are happening in this story. And it's very, I'll be honest right now, it's not refreshing, but it's something which is very different because you're watching this family as they're just degenerating. They're trying their best to stay afloat. Like Ma, she keeps hoping for the best. That's her whole deal. She's hoping for the best. And when things go horribly wrong for Rose, one of the female characters, she's still hoping for the best. And there's kind of a glimmer of a little bit of hope. But it's not really a glimmer of hope. It's more like a, like a shard of it. I will tell you this now. This is a hard read to get through because it's old-timey English, and it's depressing as all fuck. But it's intriguing to look through this mirror into a time where most of us nowadays cannot even fathom. Because nowadays, if we're hungry, we take the money we've earned, we end up going to the supermarket, we buy food. We don't have to struggle to get food. I mean, we're homeless. If you listen to this podcast, you're awesome. But if you're homeless, yes, you can take your garbage, beg, leave. But in this situation, it's like, there is nothing. There is no supermarket. There is no people who are making things. In order to make bread, you got to make it yourself. In order to survive, you have to earn your way. And it's an interesting character study to see how this family struggles and almost, well, they don't almost, they fail to achieve that dream they've had when everything has been taken from them. And one of the big points of this story, which is true today, and I'm gonna, it says, how can you frighten a man whose hunger is not only in his own cramped stomach, but in the wretched bellies of his children. You can't scare him. He has known a fear beyond every other. Pretty much, this is the man without fear scenario that when you take away everything from a man, he has nothing to lose. 
And that's the situation with this, because the Joe family does have nothing to lose. And this story can go on so many more fucked up ways than it didn't. I will admit this, though. You root for the family afterwards. You're kind of left a little speechless by the end. Now, note, there's no computers, no technology. Cars are kind of a luxury. It's in it's a period piece, like Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. But this one, they were a little bit okay. They're in the zombie-filled England, but they still have, you know, they're still well-to-do. Things are still well. Mrs. Binney still wants her daughters to marry. This, it's, we're just trying to fucking survive. We have nothing. Everything has gone to hell. We would probably be better off in a zombie apocalypse than this. But what can I say? It's a story which, even if you've never liked Steinbeck, yeah, check it out at least once. It's a powerful story. It's a realistic story, which is his shtick. It's like the jungle. Now, the jungle I'm not even going to get into because the jungle was depressing as all hell. Another depressing story, because he's good at that. He focuses on reality. He doesn't glamour it up. He doesn't make it all happy and rainbow and unicorns. He shows you the gritty reality of life that you don't want to look at. And for his time, he was a visionary. And it's something which, for most of us, we don't want to look at that. We don't want to see that dark side of life. But sometimes it's good because when you see this dark side, you appreciate life a little more. You appreciate the things you have. And that's the big thing. The thing I take away from this is that you appreciate life a little more. Now, you don't have to agree with me, but let me know what you think. If you've read this in high school, if you've read this recently, tell me what you think. If you got the same message I did that about appreciating life, if that's from reading this message along, let me know. Zanitspirekin.com. That's X-A-N at S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N.com. It's in the show notes. Send me a message. Let me know what you Leave a comment at the website, www.spirekin.com. Definitely check it out and let me know. I'm right, or if I'm wrong, or if I'm completely crazy. Now I know most of you are depressed now, because like, oh, we talked about a really cool book about zombies, and now we talked about how life sucks. What could Zan do to make things a lot better? Well, I got something really good for you guys. Something awesome for you guys. June slash July, your reading material, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or Oscar Card Wilde's Ender's Game. Now, note, Ender's Game, Oscar Scott Card is a little bit of a, well, let's be frank, he's a little bit of a bigot. <laughs> Brilliant guy, but he's kind of an asshole. So, just take into account that he, his right side is a little bit of a jerk, but still a cool book. You've seen the movie. This is a little different, but still kind of cool and dark. Let me know what you think. Um, Frankenstein, well, it's a quintessential horror story about a man trying to play God. So, I guess that's it. Um, remember, check out our website, www.sparkin.com. Email me at zansparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on Stitcher. And if you want to help us out before the end of the month, by June 29th, check out our Indiegogo campaign at tinyurl.com forward slash smrhelp. Help us keep this podcast alive, and hopefully we'll be able to make our full budget, even a fifth of our budget. Even if we don't, I'm going to still try again. I'll maybe wait a little bit and I'll try this again and again until we get at least enough money so we can get a new computer or new mics. We'll see. 
Guys, thank you for everything you've done, and we'll catch you next time. I'm your host, Zan. I'm gone. See ya. Another huge fit. You're my library, always open for business, but you never show it. You're just sitting with it, but I know the score, and you're killing it. Line after line, taking it to the time after time, and you're trying to beat it to some bad shoes or a blue collar to some bad shoes or a blue Killing it line after line, taking it in.